Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to another edition of the Trees Falling in the Woods podcast with myself, Rob Santos, and Jeff Daldona. Now, first and foremost, um, we do have a, another guest yep. here. Um, she's not very talkative, but if you hear her in the background, she is enjoying her life as a three-year-old person. Uh, she may make a brief appearance sometime within, I'm not sure, whatever her mind decides to want to do this. Uh, she's a good person, but first and foremost, I also want to apologize. It has been a while since we've um, recorded anything, and that's mainly on me. Uh, I've kind of went over the deep end. You almost died a couple times. Yeah, I've um, I was off my meds for a little bit, and I didn't. Uh, I basically just hated everybody. But now I also got sick. Yeah, I have bronchitis. Um, so yeah, I was I was hurting pretty bad because my chest was like that. It kills me, kills me, and um. There she is. There she goes. Go ahead. Drink, drink your juice, honey. She's joining, she's toasting to us. Yeah, there we go. Your Dr. McStuffins. Yeah, okay, yeah. So this was going to be like, so if you hear someone yelling out for daddy, it's it's not out of uh, any sexual pleasure whatsoever. It's because she probably wants like a snack or some shit. Yeah. Uh, so this is going to be very interesting. It's really awkward for me right now. It, it is. Do you think it is already? No, it's, no because you just mentioned <laughs> or whatever. Oh, daughter's in the room. Oh, that is true. No, but that's okay. It's, it's your comfort level. That's important. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. See, I remember what I told, remember I told oh, you on the phone. Yeah. Baby, why do you got that Transformers? Throw that in the garbage. Yeah, Throw she, that movie in the garbage. Was, no, she she calls it robots. <laughs> robots. Well, that's what it is. <laughs> she, robots, she loves this fucking movie. I don't. I'm thinking like I'm like I, I like. Does she? Does she like? This is like the third podcast yeah, in a row. We transformed like again. three times in a row, right? <laughs> So she loves the awful acting of Mark Wahlberg. I think. Yeah. I, I think that's what it is. For yeah, like Optimus Prime, Optimus Prime chick. He's a transformer. Yeah. I think I found one. I forgot what the fuck I was. I was watching other guys the other night. Yeah, I and, saw that once. It was. Yeah. I thought it was okay. You know, it was just there's my the favorite my favorite scene in that movie mm-hmm. is when he's sitting down and he's printing, he's on the computer and he gets so pissed off that he stands up. And it just breaks the computer. Like, he smashes it on the ground because he's so angry about the case that they're working on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I just like how he's so flabbergasted that uh, Will Ferrell is married to Eva Mendez in that movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? You sure you're married? You know, yeah, funny. oh, they get so creepy. Yeah, so don't worry. Listen, as you know, people, like, if any of those of you have listened to this, we really don't have any rhyme or reason to what we say. So it's dream of consciousness. Pretty to, much. To the extreme. Pretty much. Yes, honey. Robots. Yes, baby. Yeah, yeah she's just she's taking it right in my face. Robots that are definitely not in the same room with those people. Yes. That's just so... Oh, don't you hate that? Yeah. <laughs> like, and you can fucking tell. You know, they're, yeah. they're, well, they're having two different conversations. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's like cut, cut, yeah. cut, yeah. cut. I mean, that's like how my dad was in the, in the beginning of our lives. Mm. He was in two different rooms. I never met my dad. I couldn't tell you. But, yeah. <laughs> But no, but feel free to be yourself. She's she's cool. She's yeah. cool because she. Uh, the thing is, it's funny. She doesn't repeat curses yet. No, she did once. Well, like expecto patronus or something. No, no. You know what's so funny I'm when he jealous. says that. You know what he says that. I always I always say Victor Petrenko. Think- <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot. I don't even know who Victor Petrenko is. Oh boy. But yeah, no. Like I was saying, you know, after going on two two and a half minute tangent. Yeah, no. I've been sick. I've been I've been um. But then I've been doing gigs again. I actually got back out doing stand up again. So my time has been like I I haven't been able to focus on time. I, I've been losing 
side of things. I've been working on a project with a buddy of mine who's um my, my, my boy. Well, he called himself Prestigious One. Is that he's a rapper. Kyle? Yes. Okay. You don't yeah. just you don't take it. See, you just took out the well, whole illusion. I'm sorry. Oh, my bad. <laughs> no, because no, 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 no. I, I know him from when we were kids, and yeah. I know his brother. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's a whole it's a New Britain thing. But yeah. you know what the funny thing is? Out of like a lot of the local guys, actually, there's, uh, there's one of my boys actually that I work with. Is, is, he calls himself um, D. Selly. He's a very he's he's good as well. Wait, is that Mike? No, I'm kidding. No, 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 no. <laughs> no his name is Dylan. No, uh, no, but, no, he's actually very good. I like him because he's he's got like a he's got a like he, he's real deep. You know, I like guys who are deep. Um, uh, prestigious one mm-hmm. rather. Uh, he's he's also has that same type of, type of vibe to him. You know, he, he records his own records his own stuff, makes his own beats, I believe. But he's he's really good. I mean, I listened to him a handful of times. He got a, he's got this one song that I really really like. It's very empowering. But he's basically working on this, new, on this new project, and um, actually he's had it out for he's had it for a while. But you know, I believe, like, but he's he wants to put it out there. So I was working on him for a night, mm-hmm. and we were just you know putting that thing together. So I don't know if you guys saw like on my Instagram, it's Muse three two four. That's M U S E three two four. And um, there's a part where you see me grabbing my holding my jock, right, mm-hmm. holding my junk. It's like I'm, I'm <laughs> Mike <laughs> sound testing your dick. Yeah. No, because this is what <laughs> we're doing. Crotch grabs. Yeah. Okay, you got that? Yeah, because there's this one part which I thought was a funny joke and it just came like as we were working. <laughs> and I was like, because the whole concept is like him being, like him in a therapy session. Okay. So it's like, he's calling like, hopefully, I'm, hopefully I can give this shit away. But it's like, I guess he's, he's no coming. No one listens to this. That is true. <laughs> so that is true. I but am the only one listening. To I this. listen to a handful of times. I listen, I go halfway because I hate my voice. But yeah. no, he, uh, no, he got like, it's called Everything's Fine. And I came up with this concept of just like, hey, how about we just do it like a therapy session? Because I go to therapy because I'm not rap too tight. And he was like, yeah, he liked the That's idea. your album title yeah yeah no, not no. wrapped too tight spelled r-a-p-p yeah <laughs> <laughs> no and, and I, I would definitely ought to do that and he was like no he we went in and like we went in and we were basically there's this part where i grabbed my crotch because the the because i come also as a therapist mm-hmm. and my the therapist's name is uh peter lincoln now for those of you who watch spongebob oh uh, uh, Plankton, he called himself Dr. P. Lankton. <laughs> so I took the name Peter. I took it from SpongeBob, yeah. which was awesome. But at first, I thought you were trying to rhyme it with Peter Vankman. No, no, it's like it's P. Lankton, and it's okay. and it's funny because we were he did this thing like we're rappers. They like to grab their crotch to show the sign of like you know dominance. Oh, so yeah. yeah, yeah. So I do this thing where I say crotch grab, crotch grab, 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 <laughs> and it's like so he does. We recorded sound of the of Peter Langton grabbing his crotch. <laughs> yeah. So I say crotch grab, you. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's why you see yeah. me kind of going in, <laughs> grabbing my <laughs> my junk. You know, what I mean, it was I had to. There was one point I had to do with two hands because it's so yeah, so massive. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> like us all, right? We've all got giant. Yeah. Uh, hi, Brooke. Yeah, man. Remember, you? remember you used to live in, in Daddy's balls, honey? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my shoe. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So yeah, I can't ask her questions like that. No, I can't do that. You okay, chick? Let's see, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> she wants to know what Daddy's doing. <laughs> I thought you know what you. Daddy's reminiscing about your time in his bowl. You know, I mean, for real. So now, uh, so yes, yeah, so, I mean, well, that's what I've been doing. I've been doing a lot more mics. I had a couple, couple shows I've been doing. Oh, there's, just, there's the phone. Thank you, honey. Appreciate you, baby. Thank you so much. She's very, very much always be helpful. Yeah, she always likes to give me shit that I don't need, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like heartburn. No. But now I've been working on some projects, man. Been and then been working on my stand up again, and then you know my day job, and then 
being a dad and uh, it's not enough hours in the fucking day. Yeah, man. you're telling me, buddy. So what what have you been up to though in this past few weeks? Um, let's. Well, we're going into our peak period, our biggest peak period of the year. For those of you that know, know. Uh, Jeff is a security guard. Supervisor. Supervisor. Yeah. yeah. So you're not what Paul Blart. No, no. Or was no. that was that? Although un- unfortunately, a lot of people that work there lately have like, you know, who you remind me of. Oh, you look you. like the 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 mall cop. <laughs> and that movie, like, the first one came out like, what, twenty years apart. ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, probably like five years ago or something like it's that. Still bad. Though. But like you know, I I just I don't want to look like Kevin James. I gotta get my life together. <laughs> you know, like, I don't want to look like him physically. I don't want to have his like spirit. You know, I don't want. I don't want people that like think think I, I like I express his essence or anything like that. I don't hate Kevin James. I'm just you know he's I don't know. Right. No, he's he a little is, hacky now. He, right? he makes bad movies. Yeah, you can say that. I'm by myself. Hang on. No, I'm back. No, no, I just, <laughs> see, this, I gotta be dead, man. It's, I can't just. This is why I don't, you know, jerk off while she's awake because you can't. You gotta right. always find out where she's at. You can't lean in the room with your thing on the outside. But like, hey, baby, with the hand yeah. through the door and shit. But no, that's fucked up, man. It's like at least being like being compared to mediocrity like that. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Because <laughs> like, there's dudes at work that'll be like, they'll come up to me and go, Jeff Fafa, and I'm like, don't quote Jeff Dunham at me god damn it oh they don't do you dare too? do the, yeah because oh my name is Jeff so oh you must know you must watch him or whatever oh yeah all Jeffs watch each other you know I, I, I'm I'm very keenly aware of famous Jeffs that's what I do with my time no I hate that guy he's that's, he's that's a fucking time I'm just thinking I, oh, you know I, you know what listen Jeff Dunham if you're listening yeah let me open for you but no like no I, <laughs> no, I you know it's funny I get I get the shit like because um when people know that I'm funny they automatically think I'm a clown. Mm-hmm. So, because um, besides, I say things differently than they do. And, like, mm-hmm. things that they're not like, Rob, you're, you're a little crazy today. It's like, nah, nigga, I'm just being myself, you know? <laughs> I just can't be myself sometimes because yeah. people end up thinking that, oh, you know, I can't contain my, my emotions or I'm, I'm like this, you know, out of control guy or whatever. And it's like, now I'm crazy. Like, I'm the crazy guy because I say something that you would never think of. Like, no, my mind is just more creative than yours. Yeah, I can see that. And it's it's, an, that it's annoying as shit, right? Do you have do you have possibly an example of something you might say that someone would look at you and go like, "Why would you think of that?" You just know, the way know. I talk to a person, you know. Like if I talk to like if I talk to someone that I know, like someone that comes in, right? I'm helping them out, whatever. And then it's just my personality is just so striking, you know. Like I can yeah. come off as being real silly, sort of kind of like be a little self deprecating, but sort of just like be real silly, real chill, real cool. Find a way to take someone else's mm-hmm. because it's basically like improv, you know. They say something, yeah. And life then, is improv, pretty much. Yeah. And then and then I just listen. And I just sort of make this like, hey, you know, we we'll do this, and I and I do a quick little joke, yeah. and then so like, he's crazy. It's like, no, fuck, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I can think of two things uh, personally that just popped into my head about like that, that me being in that situation was uh, I was working at a different site last week because uh, I had to, I had to there's some issues with uh, my clearance or whatever and, but it's all seemingly worked out now but um, so anyway I was working at this other site and I was hanging out with the the supervisor over there and she was uh, playing Candy Crush and she's like do you play Candy Crush I was like nah I don't really mess with those you know those uh, app games or, or anything like that for the most part and it's like plus Candy Crush Seems like it's just you're playing OCD, 
Like, you know, like you yeah. had these, oh man, this candy's all mixed up and you have to get three of the, three of a kind together and then eventually you destroy them or whatever. And it's like, I'd hate to see what happens when the person who invented this game gets their hands on a bag of Skittles. Yeah. Because that shit. No, <laughs> it's like, crazy. It's, it's stupid. And they're, they're, they're like, they're, like, they're imprisoned. Like some of them are in prison. Know, like you got to, you got to, you got to get them out. Like you got to do this one way, and you got to get them out. Certainly, you got to like get everything matching, and then they go from being in prison to like being caught in this jail, and then from being like in this jail to actually being like you can actually sort of put them together yeah. to get rid of. I played You've it. You've looked a into bit. this way too. I, 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 I played it. I, I played it. It's just ridiculous. Well, the other thing that it's, popped it's a game in, for white people. Yeah, and I'm I'm here to not represent that. But at you're not all. that white. No, I guess not. I mean, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, you are wearing a Calvin and Hobbes hip. To that makes me though, super white. Which is pretty awesome because yeah. I like Calvin and Hobbes. Thank you, sir. That's the greatest comic strip ever made, hands down. Oh, man, really? In Peanuts is not classic? Peanuts is fine, but it's not Calvin and Hobbes. Calvin and Hobbes may have shaped who I am. Calvin I, and Hobbes? Yeah, man. Wait, no, that, they only do three, three, three of them, right? Like three little um, blocks? No, 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 no. no, no, or, did no, they, no. or did they four? They did. Uh, like for, Well, I mean, the, the week... Uh, the ones that took place during the week were probably like three or four panels or whatever, but yeah. the Sunday spreads were in, intense. Like, you know, just beautiful splash art. And mm-hmm. like, you know, the guy was, the guy is an amazing artist, Bill Waterson. Mm-hmm. Um, and in his, the strip is all about philosophy and life from these two perspectives. One is kind of, a um, Hobbes is, um, named after Thomas Hobbes, I believe lived in like the 16th century. Is he, he the was, cat? Yeah, yeah, tiger. Yeah, he. Um, oh, was a tiger. Yeah, come on, man. So he was saving tigers well before tigers needed to be saved. I guess so. No, the guy, the guy who wrote the, who did the strip. Oh, okay. Oh, he's bringing oh, tiger awareness. Yeah, he yeah. brought tiger awareness like in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the guy was ahead of his time. Um, so he's based on this philosopher from the sixteen hundreds um, or the sixteenth century, one of the two, uh, who had sort of a kind of a nihilist view of humanity and like you know, sort of thought that, like, you know, basically humans kind of sucked. And then yeah. Calvin was named after John Calvin, who his philosophy was, um, uh, you know, like challenging the system and, and yeah. uh, almost anarchy. But, like, reading those strips as a nine-year-old kid uh, up and up through the, the entire run of it up to the end in 1995, right. you know, that that molded who I am. It's, it's probably, like why I might be considered funny because I understood what he was doing in those strips. That's know? funny. That's funny you say that because I remember me being like when I was nine years old, 10 years old, I remember like what I got on was uh, like Richard Pryor. You yeah. Know? So when I saw him, cause it, mind you, I think at that time, you know, he was, he already had his MS, you know, so his MS was killing them hard. And I think he went for a long time with the MS. I, I can't remember what year when it really started kicking and, and started punching him in the chest or what have you and, and, and debilitating him, mm-hmm. you know, cause I know he was still performing even then. Though. Mm-hmm. So I remember like seeing his older stuff and like, especially in Eddie Murphy as well. So I was nine, 10 years old watching those yeah. two perform and then getting into Carlin. And then like the first person I ever heard about to be, I when I knew what comedy was, I was like second and third grade, maybe was, um, was, you know, Lenny Bruce. And then mm-hmm. they sort of just channeled into all these other guys. So those dudes sort of shaped, Mm-hmm. And, and and molded myself like like it's funny like people looked up to um people looked up to certain like you know firemen and all that bullshit right I yeah. I wanted to be like comedians I, I did too who, yeah who wanted to, who were I fucking mean, tortured I uh, I I was I 
discovered all those guys around that age too. I mean, I, I, w- I never got into Lenny Bruce. I think that might have been a little too adult for me at the time. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm about to say I, I listened to George Carlin and just complained about Lenny Bruce being too adult. But um, definitely Carlin, definitely Pryor, Eddie Murphy. Um, I listened to this show when I was in middle school that used to air on Sunday nights before I went to bed on uh, on the radio. I think it was on like 105.9 or something called the Comedy Hour. And I used to record... Wait, wait, before it became week. like the river? No, wait, is 105.9 the river? It's the river now, I think, yeah. but it, it was just like a rock station back then. Hey, woman, relax! <clears throat> but yeah, this is middle school, so this is like 20 years ago. It's so funny, I periodically yell at my kid while we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she's like, hey, hey, check, relax. Well, go ahead. Um, so I, I record every week until they stop doing that, and yeah. I used to watch, you know, when, when we could afford HBO, uh, it's a second world problem. Uh, that's, that's something we we'll probably talk about later. But uh, when we before HBO, I'd watch you know the HBO comedy half hours and all that stuff. Yeah, you know Kinnison and, and um, who else? Uh, all the all the guys that were starting to make a name for themselves back in the mid to late nineties. Right. You know, like your Mark Marins and your uh, your Louis CKs and all that. So, um, <clears throat> so I, yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know what an HBO special was. I just thought I just saw Carlin just talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah, that's, that's I used to I watch all their sitcoms. Like yeah. Carlin had a sitcom I would watch, you know, while it was on. And I mean, and 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 it's all, I'm also sort of the product of like not all like we had cable periodically at my house, mm-hmm. but when we didn't, which were we were often for long stretches of time. Yeah, I remember those days. I just all I could watch was like the rerun sitcoms on Fox sixty one. So like yeah. I know everything about Murphy Brown, <laughs> I like, you know Murphy Brown. Actually, Murphy Brown was on. This is me being how much of a nerd I was for Murphy Brown. Yeah. She was on CBS. Yeah, she was. It was, her, was, it, was it was like her and Major Dad, uh-huh. and uh, it was I forget the other. It was, it was those were Monday nights, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Monday nights, and I, and I used to watch the Dining Women. <laughs> yep, that, that was. I think that was NBC Dining Women. Yeah, I put a. It's so funny. I put a picture up on my Instagram of Delta Burke. Delta Burke, yeah. yeah was the funny She's kind of sexy, you know. But she got. You see her now? <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh actually. Lord, Jesus. She, God damn it. Going, oh, Jesus Christ. Are going online? Yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. Delta Burke looks like Delta, what the fuck? She looks like Delta Burke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, no, I mean, I, you know what? Because it's funny because they get they get big and, yeah. you know, or or their faces change. Like, old girl right here, see? Like, how, I don't know what happened. She looks like a baby. Yeah, she looks like, oh my Like God. an old baby. She, like, she lived in my balls for a while. Yeah. And they just shriveled she, up in there. No, she looks like she <laughs> soaked up all the the liquid in there, and it's just kind of like rolling around and getting liquid everywhere. I don't know. She, her face, no, her face does look. She's been like in water for mm-hmm. like a little, like an hour too long. Yeah, like, like you don't you don't watch The Walking Dead, but there was this one episode early on where there was this zombie that was in a well, and he's just like bloated with water, and then when they try to pull him out with a rope, he just broke in half. Wait. I'm distant. Hold up. See, I got to okay. be dad stuff. Hold on, guys. <laughs> uh, what else? Yeah, so, like, again, no, I watched Roseanne. I mean, yeah, you know, Roseanne. everybody watched Roseanne, but, like, yeah. all that stuff. Like, so like you little kids not shouldn't be interested in Murphy Brown, but I had to be because that was all that was on TV at the time. So, <laughs> so you know, I knew, I knew a little bit about politics as a kid. I know, probably knew more back then than I do now. Miles Silverberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Frank then he Fontana. got together with um, uh, Corky Sherwood. Yeah, Corky awesome. Sherwood, yeah. Um, yeah. I like Frank Fontana. 
Frank yeah. Fontana did. I wish Frank Fontana was in more stuff. Is he dead? No, I don't think so. Actually, to you, he probably is. Everyone's dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I, if I don't see you for about a good week, you're or dead. Or Charles Kimbrough, uh, uh, who played Jim... Jim, oh, Jim Dial. Jim Dial, yeah. Yeah, 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 he's dead. We're getting into Murphy Brown talk here. Yeah. <laughs> Real deep. For all the, I, got a, I got a friend of mine who's probably about, as, I would say he's probably as old as one of my pair of sneakers that I have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, and, and, and he, uh, no, he listens and shit, so he has no idea what the fuck is going on. So I'm directing this towards you, Chris, if you're listening. Yeah, our apologies, Chris. Yeah. Uh, Google Murphy Brown yeah. and, um, you know, enjoy See, you know the cool part about this? I can, like, direct... I can direct parts of the podcast to yeah. people because... because that's the people, because... The people, like, all the people that actually listen. Yeah. Mom. Yeah. No. <laughs> and my mom listen. Listen, woman. Yeah. No, um... Yeah, no, I just, um... No, it's like... My lady's not much been going on, man. I mean, I, I mean, what, what, what has been going on? You know what that crazy shit that's been happening? That Trevor Noah stuff. I don't... Okay, so I heard he was named as the successor, and, um... He's basically I, doing my act. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm white and black at yeah. the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the problem with him? I don't understand. He's, I know he's young, but... Apparently what happened was, he had some tweets from 09 to 2014. Yeah. And, like, it, the people were thinking, like, they were, uh... Like, they were thinking that they were, um... Like misogynistic and 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 degrading to fat people and and misogynistic towards women. Yeah. And that they had this one joke. Like he, there were some of them were like um, anti-Semitic. He's like he had this one joke, something about like hitting hitting a guy with a um, was like hitting a guy with a freaking uh with his car or something like that. You know, I don't, like I mean, hold on, because like, at the end, let me look, let me look this. Now that we have like the internet yeah. in our pocket, all I know about him he's he's South African. He's starting to make a name for himself. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know. He looks like a nice, like, mixed gentleman. Yeah, and the funny thing is just, like, cats can't take a joke, you know what I mean? Like, that's the funny thing. I was talking to a couple of comedian friends of mine, and they were saying that they were offended by this. Like, wait a minute, if you're offended, you should stop doing comedy. Yeah, yeah. Because if, you, if I hear a comedian and they say the word offended, then you have no business doing this shit. You know, the only thing is, I just don't, I can't remember the actual tweets that were there. I saw the, the article, or not, the, well, it's an article about Pat Oswalt coming to the defense of comedy and Trevor Noah. Yeah, I he did. I didn't read the article yet. I oh, man, if there's, phone, but if there's anybody. 53 tweets all about it. Yeah. Oh, he did? If yeah. there's anybody, if there's anybody who's a pro, I would say, there's anybody who, like, okay, if I were, okay, how about this? If you were to elect a, a, a board of governors mm-hmm. for comedy for stand-up comedy i'm talking about people who who like sort of legislate comedy if you will or, or, or defend it past present future living or dead it doesn't matter no no i would say living because living like this right would now. be something okay. that would like this would be something that would like you would have these particular people that would sort of like come to the defense and come to the aid of of those fucking idiots yeah who don't understand nuance and right. want to be those conservatives or whatever that want to be upset for the sake of being upset yeah um it can't white people and, <laughs> like, you know, like, like who would like, I think Patton Oswalt would be like, he, he would be the, yeah. like, he would, he would definitely be like the number one guy. Like he would be like the, 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 the players union rep. If yeah. You will, I, you know? I, would, I would agree with that. He's, yeah. he's, yeah, he's, he's way, way, way up there. If not, if not the top because one. he came, I think he came to the defense of Chappelle. 
when yeah. the when the thing had happened in Hartford. Right. He came to defense of Chappelle. He's coming to defense of Trevor Noah. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, he's probably done it with all the other guys too, because because it's, it's this fucking guy that's on my screen right now. Yeah. Fucking Jesus ruined if everything. If you remember correctly, I came to the defense of Chappelle as well. Yeah. So <laughs> that, yeah. I was like, but see, but the thing is, you, you guys started a, I, uh, a Facebook clusterfuck. It's oh yeah. One of the most like there's uh, just these two guys going at it who mm-hmm. like one of them is is you know a good friend of mine. The other one is. More of an acquaintance. But what, what, were they there? Uh, Alec was there. Oh, so what did, oh, so what did he and say? And Alec was on our side. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was there, too. And it's funny, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you were there a year later when yeah. he came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember you sending me a text about that. I lost my mind. I was yeah. like, Rob, why are you <laughs> fucking here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's... I can't believe it. Yeah, I would have lost it, and that's and, and that's the thing, man. Like, I honestly, I, I would I would have let someone like okay, Pat Oswald, maybe like a Louis C.K. Yeah, put him in there. I'll put Paul F. Tompkins in there. Paul F. Tompkins. Yeah, I mean, people know who he is. I don't know how many. I mean, he's, he's not as as big, but like, if you're a comedy nerd, you know who the hell Paul yeah, F. Tompkins. Maybe is. like a Chris Rock. Okay, Chris Rock could definitely be on that particular sort of board of governors. I mean, like, those particular guys, those guys who would come to defense of it, you know, like, mm-hmm. who else would have, like, a, a, would have a good saying and all this stuff? I mean, there's probably a lot of guys, but... Zach Galifianakis, maybe? No, nah, well, well, he doesn't get into controversy, no, so never mind. But Galifianakis is more, I mean, when was the last time he did stand-up? He's more of a character actor now. Uh, yeah, I mean, he does a lot of movies now, but I think he, I'm pretty sure he still does stand-up. Pretty sure that's his first love. I mean, that's for every scene. It's kind of like it's kind of like I mean, you know, not, not not that he's like a phony or anything, but like movies. That's yeah, that's that's how he kind of makes his money, and then he he doesn't spend a lot of money, and mm-hmm. you know, he has like a modest home and everything. Oh, but, see, that's cool. And I think, but I mean, at the same time, I'm sure he he like he likes the movies that he works on. He wants to create things, but. In any event, let's take his name off the list because I don't think he really gets uh, involved in that sort of shit. Yeah, I just it's just so it's crazy how it's changed, man. Like, you know, I mean, especially like doing comedy out here in Connecticut, how I find myself in a situation where it seems like you know I gotta separate myself from a lot of the bullshit. You know, and there's sometimes yeah. I can get myself involved in that particular type of, you know, I guess kind of always bringing in a negative because it's so easy you mm-hmm. know but sometimes it gets to a point where you got so many people that are just have this negative point of view <clears> on <throat> shit and it's a, it's annoying you know mm-hmm. and I, that's what it's getting like comedy's gotten to the point where it's like they i think it's like all these people have infiltrated like these conservatives or whatever infiltrated all these other parts yeah you know to the point where it's like now they need to find something new to sort of shit on and the one thing that they've done is getting into, like, the stand-up. Mm-hmm. You know, whether people... I mean, look, there's no disrespect to anyone who's gay or lesbian. It's like, look, if there's, if there's a funny joke that has to do with gay or lesbian people, and it's and it's funny, then fuck it. You know, just say it. Or for people about, you know, like, for anything like that. I mean, like, Jay J- yeah. J- Spills has an LGBT joke that he does mm-hmm. that's actually pretty funny. Most of the jokes, too, like... They're, the worst thing they do is, is sort of play on stereotypes, but they're not... Like, most people's gay jokes are not about how they think homosexuality is evil no, or no. anything like that. It's just like, you know, like like Nick Swartzen's joke about, like, you shouldn't call, uh, you shouldn't say the word gay. And he's like, well, how am I supposed to describe a fanny pack? It's yeah. just gay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? And that's funny. That's <laughs> yeah, a great it's a funny joke. joke. I yeah, mean, and, and he got kind of fat, too. But no, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. hanging out with Delta Burke. Oh, Lord. Anyway, yeah, but no, but yeah, but that's what I mean. This has gone to a point where it's become... You know, I think I I I've watched Trevor Noah's work, and, and the cool thing about him he has that great accent, so he, that mm-hmm. helps him out. It's an interesting accent. It's yeah. very like you know, it's it, well, it's the South uh, African accent, which is a weird amalgamation of like you know a traditional like 
and what, what in Africa. I mean, I'm sure there's many different types of accents in Africa, but like it's that plus um, like D- uh, Danish, I think, or Dutch, mm-hmm. right? Right. Nether, so, the people from the Netherlands settled there, right? I, so it's like everyone in District Nine. That's what he sounds like. Really? Because yeah. that's interesting. Because to them, it's just their voice. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. it's so funny. That's why I, I always had an idea for a joke where it's like I trust. I, I'm more afraid of Africans than I am of niggas. Because niggas, you know, they run around with guns. You know, they'll shoot you. But Africans will come and assimilate. You know, they'll take your fucking job, you know? So yeah, it's like, yeah. so like a nigga will kill you, but an African will take your life. You know what, <laughs> I mean? like, you know what I'm oh, saying? Boy. So it's like, I'd, I'd, I'd much rather be dead, I guess, in either way. <laughs> you know, but it just, I just find it crazy, man. I think even Roseanne came at him, too, with some shit. And who the fuck am I compared to, like, these people, you know? Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, just sort of, you know, seeing this sort of take place and seeing other comedians sort of bash other comedians. Actually, you probably could put Roseanne on that particular, on that on that list, you know, um, you can put Roseanne on, on the list. Did she come into his defense? No, 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 I think she was hating on him, but yeah. she could be one of the people that could be a part of that particular, you know, that yeah, board of governors. The council, yeah. yeah. Louis Black, I mean, who else, like, who, I mean, uh, I mean, oh, you know who? David um, Tell. David Tell, possibly, if, yeah. you know, or even um, what's, uh, Judy Gold. Mm-hmm. I mean, she can be on that particular one, too, if you definitely want to bring in women of that particular mm-hmm. era. I mean, uh, shit, if, if she was still alive, you know, God, God bless her, God rest her soul, um, why can I think of her name? Huh? No, <laughs> Alan could be a part of it. She's still alive. Yeah, she is alive. Yeah, no, um, the fashion. Oh, man, why can oh, I Oh, Joan Rivers. Yeah, yeah Joan yeah, Rivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, for real. Joan yeah, for Rivers, sure. or even um, before she, Phyllis Diller, before she passed away. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there's so many people that could be on this board of governors that you like can sort of like protect the name of comedy and still, still be able to have that creative expression. It's gotten to a point where it's like now we're just nulling, we're, we're just nulling these words for people, especially. You know what? No, go ahead. No, 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 I'm just saying, especially when it comes to, like, the whole God thing, you know? I mean, yeah. I, I was talking to a friend of mine from work, and we were mentioning it. He said something's gotten to a point where our generation is like that generation that really doesn't care about what your religion is or who yeah. you are. We kind of don't care about The only people that care about it are the white people that are on this t- television screen right now, you know? Well, they know, but it also depends on where you go, you know, in the country and in the world. But those people are probably ingrained to have that bullshit. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I mean, the, the, you know, the... Um, what do they call them? Like the 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 coasts, or or like the when you're closer to um, you know cities and stuff like not non rural. Mm-hmm. Uh, those tend to be you know what they what most people could be uh, would consider to be liberal like that. Mm-hmm. There's generally a more liberal attitude, and uh, and you know that, that that that's usually the case, and it's because. Uh, it's because of progress, like you know, like when you're when you're living in uh, the Midwest and there you're not really exposed to quite as much as you would be if you were living, you know, outside of Manhattan or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's harder to progress. It's yeah. harder to you know to see the rest of the world and and and, and you know uh, make assessments on like your own life. But I've managed. I mean, because I think about it like this: like my mom, you know, my mom put me on to just being myself and just yeah. accepting other people. My mom was very accepting. I mean, I, I could say that my mom was like the whitest black person I know. You know, she would listen to like Aerosmith and all these different type yeah. of artists. And, you know, like then I would listen to Al Green or the Black Crows, which was an awful band when I started realizing yeah. as I got older. But she would listen to all these different groups. And my mother, I remember she always had so many different types of friends. Like mm-hmm. she never, like her, her friends ran the gamut from white, black, white people to black people to, to, um, uh, gay, deaf men. I mean, my mother was just, she was the type of person that would just befriend anyone and everyone, you know? And, and like, and I never, so I always, 
I never, I want to say tolerated difference. I just always felt comfortable with being around everyone. It's, yeah, it's not even a matter of tolerating. It's just like, this yeah. is just how it is. You know, like yeah. I never thought any different. Of and it. this is, yeah. But part, a, lot, a large part of that though is because of where we live, you know, because yeah. we're in Connecticut. Yeah. And, and, and even with Connecticut sometimes, like, I mean, look where I work, I mean, like, it's like it's whew. it's white yeah it's 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 put this it's, uh, it's, it's bright in here I yeah it's, sunglasses. It's, it's button that top button you know, <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and, and it's and it's crazy that it works that way because but they still have you know like even though you know like unfortunately i'm sure they still harbor certain you know a sense of, of racism in that like you know they might not drive through certain neighborhoods mm-hmm. they still tend to be more progressive when it comes to you know like wanting people to be equal yeah and i i think because and, and i for me I, don't, I always say to myself don't don't i don't want to be equal i don't want to be treated the same as someone else just treat me fairly yeah no if you, if you treat me equal then you gotta treat me like another white like another white dude you know yeah. like you gotta, or treat a black guy like another black no no just just treat me fairly yeah. I, that's all i want is just be treated fairly like like i always i always talk to people about like you know like i always say to people like and this is probably gonna like not sound politically correct is um a bit of shit um I live life. I live life like I'm retarded, <laughs> and and then what? Like legit, like like because like because I think because the, the reason why so I'm you're like always it, happy. I'm always happy, <laughs> but you know what? Or I mean, I have my moments, right? Because I can be, you know, I'm a little. I'm not raptured type of being bipolar and shit. But yeah. the funny thing is, is like living life like I'm retarded is like you see these you see these these people with special needs, you know, and. All they know is their world. Yeah. All they know is that they, okay, they have aides that help them out, but they know their family. Now, granted, they may have a mind of a 10 or 15-year-old, but they love their family. They love who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, they do what they do on a daily basis. They enjoy themselves. They live life to the fullest, you know, regardless. And granted, yeah, some of them, they may not be emotionally, um, emotionally, they're emotionally inept, but despite that, all they know is what they know. They know nothing else. You yeah. know, and this is going to sound real bad, but that's the whole ignorance is place. Exactly. So. And the thing is, it's like, so they, then that's the, where the whole thing is come living life. Like when I'm retarded, it's just like, all I know is what I know. Yeah. And I live my life like that. It's like, I know I'm have to be a good dude, not trying to be a bad person, just live mm-hmm. my life that way. So when I see, you know, these special needs people live that way, I always look at them. It's like, wow, they have this, such this joy and expression. Yeah. Like, um, like I used to, when I, my, my old job, there was one girl I used to work with. And she would come in, and like no one else would talk to her. Everyone, everyone's voice would suddenly go up when they see her. It's like, yeah. no, I talk to her like a person. You yeah. know what I mean? And so for me, it's like the only people that get upset for people who um, are retarded or whatever are people who aren't retarded. Uh, yeah. You know, if you were to go up to a retarded person and say, "Hey, you know, you're retarded," and be like, "Oh, banana," and then yeah. keep it moving, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It just, it, it just wouldn't matter. So I just be like, "What's retarded?" What's yeah, retarded? exactly. No, mean? I'm just myself. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I know that it's like we put these labels on people. It's like. You know, um, I think it was a friend of mine, the same dude from work, was mentioning what uh, Ricky Gervais did in his, like that Netflix um, show that he yeah, made. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And he said something, it was like, well, do you know that you're um, such and such? I'm not what it is. Like, he's, I forget, like, he's autistic. Yeah. And he's like, well, am I going to die from it? Yeah. And it's like, no. So why does it matter? Right. It doesn't fucking matter. It, yeah, I watched some of that show, and it is really, like, kind of a wonderful show. Like, yeah. I, I, there's, I'll, I'll shout out to a podcast that I listened to called Get Up On This with Jensen Karp and Matt Robinson. And Matt Robinson has a working relate or did have a working relationship with Ricky Gervais. They made um, The Invention of Lying together, I think it was. Uh, Matt was the director. But, oh, um, so anyway, he... <laughs> brought that show up on one of their get-up bonds and I watched part of it and he talked the way he talks about it, it's just like it's just so beautiful how like you like like it's so simple like the the tagline for the show is 
kindness is magic, and that's just that's the truth. That's the only real magic we have. Right, and that's the, and that's and that's sort of like what I try to bring, especially bringing my humor. But so to like kind of like bring it back to what I was mentioning earlier is like since I bring this level of humor and I bring this level of joy and 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 and, and, diff- and difference, like as far as coming from a different perspective, but doing it in a way where yeah. it's like I'm just being myself and just having fun. I've noticed that they laugh at it, but there's a little apprehension there because like, wow, but this guy's kind of weird because he's really laying himself out there that way. It's like, right. like what you, it's like what they consider normal, what I consider normal, are two totally different things. Right. They're so, just, they're also boring and uncreative. And even then, even then, I don't even yeah. want to hate on those people. And if that's the case, I mean, more power to them. But for yeah. me, it's just like, I live in a, in a world where like, especially with my, with, with, uh, with my girlfriend and my daughter, you know. We're always laughing and joking, and sometimes my kid she hates on fun, like she, you, know, <laughs> you know. But at the same time, it's like you know, I want to show her that it's okay to be yourself, to have a little bit of fun, and basically, you know, sort of live life like you're retarded. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just sort of be be yourself at all times, and not not yeah. be afraid of what others may say. Like, I mean, especially when it comes to like wearing my hair and my afro, like I do. Like people don't understand it. It's like, oh, maybe you need a haircut. Like, no, I don't. No. It's like you need to understand that life isn't going to be the way you want it. Mm-hmm. You know, things aren't going to be that way. Like, who would I, who would, who would I be to go up to another person and, and tell you, hey, you need to cut your beard? It's like, no, that's you. Mm-hmm. But since my hair is considered like it's clownish to a sense or something they're not used to seeing, then I constantly get fucked with about it. So when I do my jokes about it, you know, it's sort of like a meal in a way, just kind of giving people the finger. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, this is who I am. You know, I had someone come up to me at an open mic on Tuesday. I was at the Hungry Tiger in, oh, in Manchester, Connecticut. And at that place, right? But no, but I love the place because John Shea, one of, my, one of my good friends in comedy, he's a, he's a really, really good man. He's a really good man. And, he's, and he does something that, you know, not to be got the balls to do. You know, do, a, do an open mic in a place that people don't, may not want to go to every single week. <laughs> you know? And, and I give him props for that because he stands tall and does it every single week. And I had a good burger there. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know. And, but, and, yeah. No, the show was cool though. I, yeah. I had fun at the show. Oh no, yeah, and the thing is that my set was awful. Number one, but number no. two, the only reason why I was awful because the crowd got a little rowdy. I had a couple of drinks in me, so you know. Plus, wasn't, you had to go on like way, way, way toward the end. More or less, yeah. yeah. And 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 but the thing is, it was it was like my set was awful only because like I kind I don't want to say I quit on it, but I was just getting a little. I was like, ah, fuck this, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I did I, I did my seven excruciating minutes. Which was fun though, even though it was kind of bad. I I, I loved, mm-hmm. uh, I loved the way it came off. Mm-hmm. And so what happened was, I get off the stage. You know, this guy who has no business doing comedy ever in his life whatsoever. Yeah, it's just, I it's, yeah, it's just, yeah, you know, it's just, he's the second time doing comedy. He did it the week before. He has no jokes. He has no idea what he's saying. Basically, what he does, he drinks and he gets on stage and he just yells. You know, and it's like, and he comes up to me afterwards. I do my Statue of Liberty joke, where I basically say that you know. Um, like, people come up to me and they say, like, for my job, they say, hey, you look like the Statue of Liberty on crack cocaine. And I do this crazy outlandish act out. And it's basically, which is basically what I've gotten my entire life. Like, the whole Statue of Liberty on crack cocaine is actually something I said about myself. <laughs> you know, I made fun of myself with that. But um, what ended up happening was, he comes up to me. He's after, it's like, I have friends who are, like, in the armed forces. Or I got friends who, like, you know, do all that shit. And I'm like, okay, cool. It's like, yeah, you know, I was kind of offended by it. And there we go, that word that offended. You said... The Statue of Liberty. I just said Statue of Liberty, yeah. And it's like, and it's like, yeah, my friend next to me was kind of upset about that. And I was like, really? Okay. And I was like, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, it's kind of bothering me. I'm not trying to tell you not to do that, but, you know, it's kind of, you know, because I'm a fellow artist. And I was like, first off, you're being a little, yeah. you're being a little too um, gracious, gracious with gracious, yourself, gracious, Yeah, gracious yeah. with the word artist. 
Um, number two is like, do you want me to break the joke down for you? Because I yeah. can break the joke down. It's like, yeah, you know what it's like. It's like I'm 32 years old. You know what it's like for like almost every day of your life. You're constantly made fun of because you look different, because you act different, you sound different, and you are different. You know, and your hair is not the way people want it to be. So on a constant basis, you're always getting made fun of how you look because people think it's different and it's easy for them to laugh at because it has nothing to do with my racial ethnicity to a, to a sense. But yet they want to continue to make fun of my hair. It's like, do you know what that's like? So it's like, if you ever, like, did you by any chance also listen to the joke itself? It has absolutely nothing to do with your friends who might be in the armed forces who may be fighting for our liberty or anything like that. Yeah. It has everything to do about myself making fun of myself and flipping it back at the guy who I mentioned in the joke to say, hey, I love who I am. Fuck you, Steve. <laughs> at best. <laughs> He'd have to have friends who who sailed over the Atlantic Ocean on a boat in the twenties. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah like, some of them didn't make it, and 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 finally made their way to America. Then maybe I could see where he'd be offended by that. But come on, and you're not even you're not talking shit about the Statue of Liberty. No, you're you're talking shit about yourself, and you're saying like, yeah, I don't give a fuck though. Like, yeah, so, and I told him so. Next time that you watch me do a set, can you do can you do me a favor? And he's yeah. like, he's like, what? What's that? Listen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, can you can you take off the the dumb conservative like mm-hmm. shades that people tend to put up? like those those trigger and like, oh, like, you had said like he was, oh. fuck eagle. Yeah, <laughs> he lost his shit. Yo, dude, he was <laughs> double fisting two bud lights. Yeah, he yeah, has yeah. a bald head. He's about I would say half my size. And the thing is, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, you have no idea, but you have no fucking clue. You have no fucking clue. And and those are the people that make my penis soft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, it makes me like, I makes me want to like fight somebody. Like I just want, I just want to fight the air. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense whatsoever that, that people like that exist. Yeah. It's but just... then we need them though, because then we have, then, then we have nothing to talk about. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, like you had mentioned how, how people don't always like, Oh, that's an interesting perspective. And they're a little bit apprehensive to you. It's like, well, you know, that's the thing. That's, what helps set people like, like you or maybe me or, or you know, or the, lots of the people that we admire. It's what helps set us apart. That's why when we were kids, we were watching George Carlin and not like Tony Hawk or somebody like that. You know, and like, that's why you're able to break down the, um, you know, the Calvin and Hobbes, yeah, um, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, sketches. I mean, you know, the drawings. it all comes from I'm, a place of wanting to be humorous and and and, and really for me, anybody who is smart, you're you're okay with me. Mm-hmm. If you're funny. You're okay with me, and you tend to have to be one to be the other. Yeah. I think. and and that's and, and then the funny thing is, Jeff, it's like, I you know you kind of get caught in these stupid areas. Stupid people are cool too. Sometimes just don't be too stupid. Sorry. Yeah, no, I, you know, and the thing is, like everybody, except everybody, and love everybody for who they are. You know, because yeah. I mean, because it comes to a point, right? Like my kid, you know, I don't know who she's gonna bring home as as a boyfriend or or friends or. Yeah. Or anything like that, you know. I don't know what that's gonna be. So, like, eventually, when she starts having friends and brings them over, and you know, I have to sort of be accepting to the people that she surrounds herself with to a mm-hmm. certain extent, as long as they're, you know, putting her on the, you know, helping her out, being on the right path, and and, and not being a knucklehead or anything right. like that. You know, I'm, I'm all for whatever it is that she wants to do to a certain extent. So yeah. for me, I just try to accept and love everybody, no matter who you are, what you do. And and I think that's what helps me sort of be able to walk through these worlds, as you always like to say. Mm-hmm. It's just now just, you know, trying to refine it and figure out what it is exactly. But it's just gotten to a point, man, where it's just like, I find it interesting where like you can be different to a sense that people don't necessarily understand 100%. 
Mm-hmm. It's just they don't understand it. They find a way to just like, you know what? I got to separate myself from this person because he's different than I am. And he says things differently and he's himself. And yeah. So it's one of two things. Either probably people either jump on board with it with you mm-hmm. or they're just like, no, I don't know about this they guy. Think, and they, they have different values or goals too. It's like their goals are like, okay, uh, you know, pay the rent uh, and, uh, you know, save up, get a house. And that's all they're thinking of. Not that we don't have those goals as well, but like sure. that's all they're thinking of. Meanwhile, we're here like trying to build an empire. You know, yeah, as right, silly right. as that sounds, right. you know, no, and, and it's, yeah. this is why we're doing that. We want this is fun, but we want to do something, put something out in the world. We hope people will enjoy mm-hmm. and um, and and we'll have fun doing it. And um, my, you know, Rob, you're a comedian, so there's. I mean, you love doing it because it's fun, but it's also like you 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 want to put your perspective out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and most people wouldn't, wouldn't do those sorts of things because most people are just focused on like, you know, it's like the type of person who goes to college and studies business. It's just like, okay, how can I get money? How can I get money? You know what I mean? Like you would, you and I would never be that type of person. I would have no, cause I I don't understand money. Yeah. I mean, I'm still trying to figure out money, trying to invest in all this. I don't get it. I wish I understood money, you know, but I mean, like, look at this fucking guy with filter, huh? Yeah. You know, but I would just say, like, it, it, it's one of those things, man, like, I mean, I look at it like, okay, you're a different, cool deal. Mm-hmm. How can we find a way to get through this day together? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and, and and there's always some sort of commonality regardless, you know, and just trying to find those simple places, those, those, those small places to really build off of that mm-hmm. and go forward from it. You know, that's the, that's the beauty of humanity. If you really boil it down though, it's like, while we are tribal, we're still like, you know, like what we, we tend to, uh, flock toward and even unfortunately trust people who look like us, you know what I mean? But at the same time, if there was a disaster, like this is what the walking dead is all about. Basically it's a bunch of different people from, they're all from the Georgia area, but they're so diverse and they eventually you know have to come together to survive, and they end up loving each other and, and doing anything for one another. And they're all I mean, white. No, not at all. And then the one, there's like white leaders. There's, there's one thing that Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> like, well, I don't understand that. I don't get that. Like, how does there not a black They'll elect of, a black leader soon. Yeah, yeah there's not a group of black people just traveling along <laughs> doing hair. Like, in Georgia, out of all places. No, I mean, well, okay, with The Walking Dead, I mean, you know, Rick's the main character, and he's a white dude or whatever. He's, got, he's the one with the little baby, right? Yeah, they, he got the baby and How the do you son. have a baby? The, the mother uh, got pregnant. And and then um, died during childbirth during the whole like they were living in this abandoned prison, and she gave birth and she died during childbirth. And then the son had to shoot her in the head so she wouldn't come back as a zombie because in this world, if you die, you automatically come back as a zombie. If you get bit, you die, right? Like pretty soon because of the bite, and then you come back as a zombie. If you just die of anything, you come back as a zombie. It's like airborne or something. Uh, but, but the point I'm trying to make, though... Well, I'm, I'm not making this look. That's what I was like. That doesn't sound like zombie stuff. Like, yeah, like, I, I know. I, I, don't, I'm, I, mean, I mean, I'll give you this odd face that I do not understand zombie lore whatsoever. It's, but that's, that's not a typical part of zombie lore. The biting, yes, but the but the um, the coming back automatically so, d- doesn't generally happen. Now, they were seen in prison, though, okay, not to sidetrack what you're saying. Yeah, white people in prison. You yeah, should be like, happy about but that. But the guy from, um, from the guy from Truman Show was there. Show. In the prison? No, well, that's not the one. He was in. That was another place. Was well, it been in prison? Is that like Jim Carrey? 
No, 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 no. The guy from Truman Show. The hey, guy that Jim was... Jim Carrey? No, 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 no. <laughs> the other guy that would come over. Hey, I got brewskis. I got brewskis. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that... No, he wasn't in the prison. He was in the, um... Oh, Jesus. The, 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 uh, it was at the end of the first season. Oh, that's the first the, season. The, the, the Center for Disease Control, the CDA. He was he was there. So how did they get out of there? What, that, how, they, how did they, they left it? because he he blew it up for Sasha. I think it was because, like, the virus was, like, being contained there or something like that. He, and he just knew that, like, he had to destroy it. I forget. I'd have to rewatch it. He had him to kill himself, though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Course, and some other people, like, were, were about to join him, but they got they decided to get out at the last second. Um, I would have been killed But, myself. you know, there's, like, there's, like, uh, there's, like, guy Rick, uh, Michonne, she's black. They, 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 they uh, Sasha's still on the show. She's black. I don't know. Tyrese, T-Dog, Everybody Hates Chris, they all got killed. Uh, Bob, he's a black guy. The guy Glenn, that, the, Glenn's Asian. Oh, go ahead. Well, no, the guy from um, the, the guy who was the kicker in um, Water Bo- Waterboy. Bob. That's Bob. That's Bob. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, who else? And then there's these these farm people that I think are might be Jewish. Their last name is Green. So, but they lived on a farm. Herschel and uh, his name's Herschel. That sounds pretty Jewish. Sorry, any, any of my. Jewish listeners and or friends if I'm being ridiculous right now. Nah, it's just uh, weird. For, for me, it's weird because I, I don't know none of this shit. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think I watched it once and I was watching it and I was looking at it and like, you know, my, my girlfriend's like, oh, oh, you like it. It's like, you like it. It's like, no, I'm only watching it so I can make fun of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I need to, like, I need to know yeah. these things so I can make fun of it in the future. You know. They, they reform a racist in that show. Um, no. Well, they do, yeah. Well, there's two brothers. Is he racist towards zombies? Because I would be. No, toward black people. Oh, good. I'd be so racist towards zombies. And gay people, I think. Bigoted against them. Like, how could you be racist in the post apocalypse? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. (laughs) There's only one race left, and we're dying. Yeah, like, oh, man. The last thing I would worry about is, like, some Puerto Rican dude trying to steal my car. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because you're busy stealing other cars because you need a car. Yeah, exactly. Like, I I would not worry about, like, I would not want to have a civil rights movement yeah. in the fucking zombie apocalypse. The only <laughs> movement that well, we have yeah. is, is moving to some place where we could be fucking safe. <laughs> those those barriers basically disappear because well, the, the real barriers that end up showing up are if okay, the groups can be comprised of anybody, well, you know, race, creed, sexual orientation, whatever. But you, you tend to be, funny, be like you know, be funny. There's like a bunch of like gay black guys who do hair. <laughs> And, and they're, they're, they're like so flamboyant, surviving. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead. No, um, the one, the 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 barriers that come up, obviously, besides the zombies, are other groups that are also comprised of everybody. Right, right. You, they end up not really trusting each other, and like, and for good reason. There's a lot of you know, like some groups are really fucking shitty. They'll rape people and stuff. Some oh, some groups aren't so bad, but you know, you still have to like watch yourself and. and not, um, you know, not completely trust them. Like right now they're in a situation, the main group is in a situation where they, they were sort of like scouted by this dude. Uh, and cause what, the, what this, the, his group does is they have this compound where it's so basically a fenced in neighborhood. Right. And, um, so they send him out to try and find good people out in the world to bring back to the compound to live because if humanity is going to survive, they know that you need people for that, and they're just trying to find good people. So they're in a situation right now where 
you know, they don't completely trust they, these two groups of people don't completely trust each other, but they're sort of like, you know, like this guy, Aaron watched them from afar. So he saw what they were like. And so right. he trusts them, but they don't really know him. They're starting to trust him. It's this whole thing. And then the, the season ended. This is um, the past season we're talking about. Just the one that just ended. The one that just ended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It ended with, um, the, 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 the group that's in the community basically kind of accepting them because of something that happens. But now this guy that Rick, the, the first person Rick ever contacted uh, when he woke up from being in a coma, which is in the first episode. He was, that's the first episode. That's why his family doesn't know he's alive in the beginning. So he runs into this guy, Morgan, black dude, Lenny James is his name. Yeah. Uh, British, but in the show he's American. American. Uh, and he, uh, so he runs into him and, you know, like they survive with him and his son for a little while, but then Rick has, has to go try and find his family. Later on in the series, he finds Morgan again, but at this point, Morgan's son was, was killed by zombies, and he's gone crazy, and he's basically, like, living in a town all by himself. And then even further, like, Rick runs into him, and he's like, you know, you, you can't do this, and he's like, you know, I, I have to atone, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, he, like, he puts up these big wooden spikes all around his compound, and, and right. like, he, he, what he does is clear. So he, he gets the zombies caught, he shoots them in the head, and then he throws the bodies away or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that now, now he seems to have come to the, to this place where, and we don't, we don't know how he does it, but he's, uh, he's like Zen now. He's like, all, all life is precious and, you know, he doesn't want to hurt people unless he absolutely has to. And, and he's a pretty cool character. I mean, he's, I was, he was always a cool character, but I like who he is now. Um, but he basically walks in on Rick doing something that Rick has to do that he wouldn't agree with. And he's like, he, I, he basically has this look on his face, like, this isn't the man. Are you the man that I met, you know, three years ago who helped me to survive and everything. And so that's going to be an interesting dynamic coming up. But that's what I'm saying. Like the, the, the point of like the beautiful thing about humanity is like we create these stupid barriers, but they don't even really exist. I mean, unless, when, yeah, unless you live in Indiana. Yeah. That's, they're creating <laughs> like legal barriers. Yeah. You know, they're, they're fucking, they're legislating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is awesome. That's disgusting. That's awesome. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, just I, think it's, I just think it's funny how people like nowadays, like it was 2015, oh, 2015, things should be a lot different. It's like, no. no some no. places are still shitty. Yeah, it doesn't matter what year it it's is. It's to man. the point where like I want I want the boycotting of Indiana to I'm, include I'm, renaming him uh, Harrison Ford's most famous character, Massachusetts Jones. Yeah. Oh, I shit. want that. <laughs> no, like not t- really, but yeah. You know, I'm saying like, there's a talent though. I'm looking on the TV here. Um, like televangelists who die. He oh should, yeah. Like these glorified fucking Jesus lovers. Yeah. No, I don't want to say it like that because people, you know, they're Jesus lovers all over the place, but he's a glorified one who makes more money than they do. Like he makes yeah. money loving Jesus. Yeah. Like how does that happen? Like that guy or like Creflo Dollar? And by the way, you're you're, you're, you're you say worried. Creflo Dollar? That's his that's his real name. <laughs> no bullshit. He, and, and hey, no, you want to hear the, the craziest part of it mm-hmm. is that um, he, I think I heard he tried to start like a Kickstarter or something like that to Pretty buy genius. a sixty-five million dollar private jet. Did now, he get it? No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. There, there are definitely people who are like, "Oh, that's our pastor. We want to do. We want to donate to him. He needs this to spread the word of God." Uh, but he's like got like a fucking mansion, and 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 he's rich beyond your wildest dreams. He 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 has a mega church. You know those like disgusting monstrosity yeah, buildings yeah, yeah, of yeah, like yeah. modern pop architecture. Fuck bullshit <laughs> and like dude that's just the truth man yeah it's just yeah it's like, there's niggas like that you know it's like if like 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 honestly if like if, if you can like you can see it like if if 
if you see that that he has all these things, yeah, and you and you still live in a one like a two or three bedroom home, and this motherfucker's got he's got rooms that he probably just like pees in, yeah, and it's not even a bathroom. He just pees in this room and walks away. You know what yeah. I mean? And he There's probably no drink. Yeah, and he probably doesn't even have to go in that room for another what five years yeah, because right. that room is so far off into the distance. Yeah. I mean, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, for basically giving this man money. It's like uh, Sarah Silverman said one time too, like the opulence and the extravagance of, of these religious organizations is so ridiculous. You, sh- you know, like if you t- if you took apart the Vatican and sold the Vatican, you could feed the world for probably forever. And the thing is that they're they're pretty much they're their what their own country. Yeah, they're nuts. Yeah, they're, I mean, I mean, they can do whatever the hell they want in the Vatican. Pretty much. Then there's nothing that people can do because it's sort of its own entity, and mm-hmm. you know, and, and and having that is just. I don't, I'm not really like for me like. Like my, I don't know. Like okay, for instance, okay, Ramadan will come up in like uh, July into August. Mm-hmm. I'll observe Ramadan, and I do it not because of, you know. I, I mean, like one day I would like to complete the Hajj. Cause I, I would love to see what it's like going to Mecca. Um, that's just because I, my my general curiosity for it. But is that the fasting thing, Ramadan? Yes, the fasting. Yes, yeah. so I fast every year around that time. Plus, yeah. I fast on my own without it, anyways. But yeah, I fast during that time. It's oh, happening again. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the fucking ice cream man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I do that. I fast every year for that. And then, you know, but I just, just do it because I want to do it. You know, I don't even like telling people, like, openly, like, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not even a Muslim. I'm just a dude that just like serene. You just study. And, and, yeah, yeah. I find it interesting. Because we got the fucking ice cream man coming at 9.03 at night. Like, why is this nigga He's testing your ability to fast. Oh, <laughs> man, the first time I seen that. Like, I don't know if you guys checked, like, in my Instagram again, News324. It's like, it's fucking ridiculous how, like, the fucking ice cream man just fucking rolls around. You know, hold on. <laughs> Can they hear it? Here's here's the ice cream man. Yeah, like the ice cream man is in on the podcast. I told you we would have a couple guests. Here's the ice cream man. Yeah, like our youngest guest ever. Like our first guest. Like, hey, chick, you are our first guest. That's true. And I'm gonna document it right yeah, now. Yeah, we're our first guest right here. Say yeah, something so to your public. You wanna say something, chick? <laughs> oh, never mind. You'll give daddy his phone, probably. But no, we actually. So wait, wait, hold on. You ready? You ready? You ready? Go get mom. Go get mom. Where's mom? Mom's at work. <laughs> so now we're listening to ourselves. <laughs> no, you know, I what I wanted to do mm-hmm. was, um, you know, I, I've been trying to create sort of a, you know, like an atmosphere for the people who like our show or whatever. Mm-hmm. All nine of you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I, we, I made the fan page on Facebook. And and people, I, we've got like 40 likes on that. It's 50 now. Yeah, 50? 50 or 51, which, you know. That's 51 people that we had that we didn't have, have like a month or so ago. Yeah, like, like. So, um, you know, I created that and then I created the Instagram page and we got the Twitter account and we got, you know, we got an email and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I've been making these memes and stuff. Yeah, I saw and, you put this in for being people to join up and make memes or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's, that's what I really want to happen mm-hmm. is, is for people to contribute. And, like, and I also just put up something recently where it's like, hey, you got a question. I don't care I what saw it's that. about. I saw that. I was looking at that. I was like, man, we're going to do Q&As now? Well, yeah, why not? I mean, I'm not hating. I'm just, I was wondering how that would go down. Like, if anybody would listen to we'll this We'll take, shit. like, two or three a week or whatever. Whatever. You know, like, right. just try to answer to the best of our ability. I just want people to get involved. That would be great. But I was just thinking, like, well, something we haven't done yet, which is, um, like, take photos during the show. And now Rob, actually, he, he has a, a, can I say, GoPro device? 
you know, I want people to break. Oh out. man, look, someone, GoPro. look, someone already borrowed my stereo out of my car already. <laughs> <laughs> they want someone to borrow my GoPro. That yet? Nah, there's an IOU in there. It's so funny because like it was a Puerto Rican guy that did this. Like I know it was Puerto Rican because oh, it smelled like sofrito in there. Yeah, and it was like a Julio Iglesias. He put CD. a little flag hanging from your. Yeah, mouth. it was like a Julio Iglesias CD hanging in there. Yeah. and then my car door wasn't even a car door; it was just beads. At least he replaced your car door. Yeah, uh, right. But I, what I want to do is, is like put up recordings of us, uh, you know, like either videos or just pictures or whatever while the show's happening. So, like immediate, so that like I don't know, just put it out there for more people. Like I, I want, I really want everyone to get involved. I uh, know that'd be great. I mean, like we we'll keep pushing it, like um, because we are, we already have to wrap it up. I do have to go be a dad. Yeah, in a little bit, but um, but you got anything you want? Anything you trying to plug or anything? Well, you are plugging something. Go go plugging. go to the Facebook page. Look at the memes. Create memes if you like. Like the idea is. Was it? Was it? What is? What's the name of the um the fan page? Trees falling in the woods. Just search for it on Facebook. Yeah. Trees falling in the woods. Mm-hmm. Well, the idea is I when oh, I listen I re-listen to our shows and then I pick out little things that inspire me to make these memes like Rob it, said about the the whole Kevin Green well, and it's and it's all look and it's all <laughs> silly looking shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, so I got I got, got roughly saying um, somebody come over here and just play with my balls and then yeah. John blows the hole cause he, and he goes because you don't want to play with those green balls like just stuff like that like well, there was the one that I, just, I put Mark when I call him Mark Fuckalo because that's what I oh, call yeah. him and he's like all naked Mark, it's, like, it's, Mark, <laughs> it's Mark Ruffalo like naked mid thrust yeah, his like, ass is showing a little bit and then at the, it says Mark Fuckalo at the top and then in parentheses on the bottom actor yeah I don't like how because that's you, how you said it on that episode you're like yeah. you're like uh, Robert Downey Jr. actor Mark Fuckalo like oh because i call him mark fuckalo in general yeah. i like to just put fucks you yeah know, like, 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 the, <laughs> like the fantastic four movie right I, i'm calling yeah. that the fantastic fantastic fucks like just, <laughs> I just, I'm, to, like, I'm just trying to incorporate yeah. fuck into whatever it is I, that I really can do. what i want to do is make that mark fuckalo actor meme his new headshot for one of the auditions oh, <laughs> i was like i was like where did he get that <laughs> no. fucking picture and it's like ah, oh, so i you just know, google search i like I mark 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 Ruffalo sex or Mark Ruffalo. You, <laughs> Mark, you wouldn't believe Mark, some of the shit that comes up. Wait, like I had Mark Ruffalo sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it was real tender. Oh, man. She and, helped me afterwards. Uh, for real and mediocre. No, yeah. um... Is he a mediocre actor? No, he's pretty good. He yeah. is? I don't know. I'm Mark Fuckalo. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, because the, the thing is, too. Um, yeah, so check us. What is it? In our, our Instagram was like Trees Falling in the Woods pod? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. The Instagram is just Trees Falling in the Woods, but it's it's uh, all the words are separated by underscores. Okay. Um, and then, you know, the Twitter is trees, trees falling, falling pod. pod. Yep. Trees falling, trees falling pod. pod. Yep. Uh, the email is trees falling in the woods at gmail.com. So honestly, like send your questions to any one of those venues and mm-hmm. I will find it. Yeah. And I will, you know, it, well, Rob and I will answer. Yeah. And the thing is too, um, I'm, you know, a couple of small things I'm plugging, uh, I'm doing a couple like this on the 17th and 18th. I'm, I'm, I'm opening, I'm, I'm going to be hosting uh Joker at Joker's wild in New Haven. Um, I'll be opening up for uh, Luis Gomez. He's a pretty funny dude. Um, I worked with him a handful of times when I was in the city, but since then I think he's done like Last Comic Standing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So he's um he's he's doing some pretty good things, and um he's a good dude. And so yeah, so April seventeenth through the eighteenth, I'll be working um Joker's Wild. So check out jokerswild dot com. Um, I'm also working some uh, May eighth. I'm working uh the um I'll be doing a show over in New Britain, Connecticut, over at the um what is that um the the the, the church. Um, Trinity, so, uh, Trinity on Maine, which yeah, I've never been to. I want to yeah, go, uh, yeah. go sometime, so I, I might yeah. go to that show. Yeah, I'll be at Trinity on Maine. Yeah. Um, I'll be um, performing on that show um, on the 25th. I'll be on in, in, I'll be in New Britain again. I'll be on Beaver Street at the Frosty Mug. 
I want to uh, go there, too. Yeah, so I'll be at the Frosty Bug, and then on 26th, I'm doing a benefit show uh, for people that are hard for for a gentleman, Victor Luna. Um, I forget what that actual venue is, but yeah. I mean, I got a couple busy busy things coming up um, in, in, the la- in the latter part of April. And um, so, yeah, so just come check me out or anything like that. Um, so hopefully uh, hopefully we can, you know, get something going. So if you I mean, also, if you want to hear, because uh, I want to solidify this right now, if you yeah. want to hear us talk shit about Avengers 2, yeah. We'll tell you when we're gonna go see it. You can sit behind us or something. <laughs> yeah, and you'll hear us talk shit about it because we're going. You yeah, we're gonna go. That. Yeah, we have because I, I have to go. So I, yeah. and, I, and the thing is, I know you're gonna you're going to want to see it on the first night, right? Yeah. So that means I have to be around other people. Yeah. I don't like movies because I hate other people. I know that, but that's what you, you like an audience. What are you talking <laughs> no, about? No, but no, but the thing is, it's like look. I, okay, I went on a hiatus for a little bit. One because I was sick, but two because I just didn't want to be around people. <laughs> so I was just like. I, I was one of those people. You know, no, but it wasn't. But the thing <laughs> no, is, I, know, I, I was dissing. I admit. I know. I, I it was my fault. I was dissing. With, I was dissing with everybody because I get in those moods because I I have mood disorder. That's why I take pills and I'm running low on my pills. But anyways, uh, but no. But we're gonna go see this. Yeah, we're gonna go see this shit. Um, when is it? Like May second? May first? No. May second is the, that other big fight that's not as important oh, as Hulk yeah. versus uh, oh, Iron. Yeah. Hulkbuster. Yeah, no, it's gonna be. Um, yeah, that's Manny Pacquiao versus uh, Floyd Mayweather. So it's well, gonna you be. Actually, you know what, dude? Well, we look. I'm gonna go. I'll see it more than once. If you don't want to go on opening night, no, we got We'll we, wait. No, we have to go opening night because it's gonna take it with you. Because we both have to see it with new eyes. Yeah, we both okay. see it with fresh eyes. If I that's go, that's true. Because yeah. if you go in there, you already kind of have this. Because you've seen yeah. it, and then I have, and I'm like, you know, whatever, nigga. So I, <laughs> like, no, that makes me think of. We'll wrap it up real quick. It yeah. makes me think of. Um, when I first saw the first Avengers for the first time, I think my best line was when Captain America was telling the, the cops, like he ran over and told the cops, like, I need men over here and I need this guy on East East Street over here, whatever. Yeah. I need people this way, yada, yada, yada. And the cop goes, why should we listen to you? And then Captain America beats up an alien. Yeah. Before he beats up the alien, I said, because of 9-11, damn it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And it's what <laughs> somebody said, somebody heard that? <laughs> no, but my, my friend laughed at it. Oh, because of 9-11. Shout out to Alec, who I mentioned earlier. Oh, man. <laughs> motherfuckers but no yeah. actually so we're, yeah we're gonna wrap this up we'll probably um we'll put this out we'll put i'm gonna say we're putting it out soon you're gonna be hearing this yeah whatever so hey we're out of here as always let's get these hoes baby